Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of Batmania 66. Uh, joining us, as always, is our co-host, Holly. Hi. And I'm Ben. And today we have an extra super special, amazing, wonderful guest, and I don't want to oversell it. Who? Who is it? <laughs> uh, it it's you, Annie. Wait, what? Uh, this is Aunt Annie Savage yes. from the amazing Thrilling Adventure Hour and um, upcoming episodes of Spontanean Nation yeah. with Paul F. Tompkins and all sorts of other amazing, wonderful stuff, which she'll get a chance to plug at the end of the podcast. Um, but Annie, <laughs> you can plug now if you want. Nah, we'll, you can wait. break all of the rules. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Okay. Um, Annie, as our guest, uh, we always, always ask our guest to tell us uh, who the villain was and what the villainous plot of the episode was. Well, this episode was called Hot Off the Griddle. Oh, yeah, I forgot and... that part. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Annie's doing my job for me. It's fine. Holly, you next guys, week, you and I'm Annie. I'm replacing you. <laughs> I, I, we wanted my to... show now. Yeah. So we... I'll go ahead and plug. I'm going to be doing Batmania. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. It's Hot Off the Griddle, and it's episode three of season two. Yes, right? correct. And uh, the villainess was uh, Catwoman. We're, we're not into gender labels here. Well, it said, it said uh, several times in the credits, guest star villainess. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Julie Newmar as Catwoman. Huh. And uh, her, <laughs> I don't know what her plot was. She was, well, uh, ultimately she was trying to kill Batman and Robin. Which she is, tried several times. Which is always every villain's sort of side plot. It's like, I want to do this thing, but if I can, I'll knock him off. I believe her plot what was, was her? to steal... Cat related things. As she started it usually... off selling, uh, stealing cat related things, which yes. led them to the case. And then she just kept capturing them and trying to kill them. Well, I, I'm not gonna. You know what? They weren't really cat related things so much as they no, were. No, they weren't at all. Things, <laughs> things with the word cat in them. <laughs> Sorry, that's true. Well, the minions, well, and we'll the get kittens. to that. Yeah. So when our episode begins, <laughs> um, it is exterior. Dark Nights. <laughs> 11 from City. 11 p.m. 11 p.m. Where, where the uh, narrator tells us that um, villains like to ply their trade at the darkest hours. And I wrote down brightest darkness ever. <laughs> it really was. Because it was, it was a well-lit alleyway. Like, it was, it was um, the kind of alleyway where you could feel comfortable walking alone whistling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this, uh, I'd be unassuming down that alleyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. This cat, uh, this cat burglar, I'm going to assume, um, oh, goes yeah. in and he climbs into the window of this building, and steals the top catalog on he a pile of catalogs. Circles. But first, yes, he circles the word cat. <laughs> yeah, he. I gotta say, I love. I wrote down. Um, I loved the burglar eyes. It was like the hamburglar, and, <laughs> and, and exactly what Robin has going on with yeah. his eyes. A little eye mask. And then he was wearing a train conductor hat. <laughs> oh, I um, did not notice this. Because <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, is he wearing like a beret or something? And it looked to me like a train conductor's hat. And he slowly creeps in and then takes out a, like goes up to a catalog, a stacked catalog, takes out a pen, takes the extra care to <laughs> circle the first three letters, cat, and then, and then he grabs and then he it, it. And then he puts it in his bag. And then he sneaks out the window. And he's like, why did you have to do that first? He does the sneak, sneak, sneak walk. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, how else are you supposed to know that he's sneaking? Oh, you're right, you're right. Um, and then the next thing we see is, and, and there's all these weird cartoon sound effects as things are floated down to <sighs> Catwoman and other people. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, and they may as well have just used a slide whistle. Yeah. It was, it was a little item coming down in a parachute. And, and so the next thing that comes down 
and they don't this one is not quite as ham-fisted as circling the word cat on a catalog but i started giggling immediately because they were it was floating down and it was a catamaran it was a toy like a toy, a toy catamaran yeah, yeah. Like, like a 12 inch wide catamaran and i started giggling and then the next thing that came down was another. We cut to another scene, and the next thing coming down on the Mind parachute. Mind you, they're cutting down with tiny parachutes, like tiny, yeah, we're, we're like like, um, like ice cream truck parachute men parachutes. Yeah, exactly, like tiny. Although, do those things even exist anymore? Are we dating I, ourselves no, by knowing what those are? No, they do. They're in the dollar section <laughs> places. I don't know. All right, so <laughs> I didn't sure. know that the ice cream man had them until just now. Yeah, I used to get them. The ice cream man had those, and then he, when I was when I was a kid, anyway, had those, and he had the um, the clacker things, oh, the I little love plastic the candles things. where you would yeah. you like shake it, shake like them the and they things would clack. They give it sporting and, events now. Well, that, but it was like people would. It was like an acrobatic sort of thing where there was they were. Oh no, the ones that go, and then you twist it the other way, and they all go down. No, that's a Jacob's ladder. Is I'm it? talking. I'm talking about a little handle with two but, little plastic and balls, and, yeah. and you shake it, and you yeah, get them to clack together. Sporting yeah, do they really? Well, they I just want so, you like to make kind. a lot of yeah. noise. Okay, sure. <laughs> sporting events. It's in that vein. Yeah, right. It's, it's like uh, it's like a non-Hebrew grogger. Let's go with that. Um, that because that's obviously more clear. <laughs> it is to my people. <laughs> <laughs> like sporting events are way less common. Oh, Hal Lubin did, knows what you're talking did about. Did I did I did I not tell you that most of our audience is just the Hasidim? Like, the moment the sun goes down Saturday night, they turn on Batmania 66. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, the anyway, third item. The third item is, um, and Holly spotted it. I did not know what it was. I didn't. I couldn't tell. It was a stack of mittens, and mittens. Holly was right. <laughs> That's amazing. And I have a thing with kitten mittens. Like, it's something that I say more often than a 30-year-old woman should. <laughs> I rhyme the two often. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't have one without the other. You can't say a kitten without saying mittens. Uh, and, like, I, I'm not going to lie, there's some Instagram kitten mitten searches that happen from time to time. It's just a thing. I don't... It's adorable. I'm going to have to look at your I, Instagram. I highly suggest it. Okay. I think you should start doing that on the show's Instagram as well. Just um, done of... and done. Uh, anyway, so the next thing we cut to is Commissioner Gordon's office, mm-hmm. where they're going over <laughs> what was stolen. Oh, so great. And, and spelling it out for everybody. And... I don't remember what he... Oh, it was the Mittens that, that were owned by Father of the Year of Triplets, and whose name was, I think we all wrote this down, Andrew S. Kittens. I did not write it down because I, I did not need to remember. Andrew S. Kitten. Kitten or Kittens? I wrote Kitten. Oh, I wrote Kittens, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think that's the important part of this. <laughs> the important part of this was it was from a fancy apartment. A fancy apartment! <laughs> they went down the list. A catalog from a department. From a Did they just say department store? Or was I it like think so. A special department store. And who noticed that was missing and reported it? I know. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When I left last night, there were five catalogs on this table. <laughs> Clearly, it was stolen. Yeah, it doesn't actually have anything to do with cats. Neither right. does the catamaran. Uh, or yeah, the mittens. They, None he said, like, three, they're going down the list, and three mittens from a fancy apartment. Yes. And then later on, the they gave you, yeah, Andrew S. Kitten. What do you think the S stands for? Um, I don't know. I was trying to think of a word, a cat word that begins with S. No, I did. Sandbox. There you go. Ah, It'll come back later. Andrew Sandbox Kitten. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like to think that the S is in parenthesis. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Well, they have letters, you know. Oh, I wish I could read my own writing. I have a note here. Um, but I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, they call Batman and Robin. Well, he says, 
But the commissioner says, what does that spell to you? And oh, yeah. <laughs> was it O'Hare? O'Hare? He says, O'Hara. yes, Chief O'Hara. Chief O'Hara. And he, he takes the time to go, well, that spells T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Trouble. <laughs> well, and this is, um, what, only a few, two episodes after? Yeah. Because they actually did a trouble right here in Gotham City. <gasps> yeah. Uh, they, they did it. They went for it. We oh. both squeed when that happened. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but it seemed to me like, oh, we don't have enough pages. Can you just spell out like, really slowly? <laughs> We're running really short. Well, We're going to be like three well, we, minutes. We ignored, first of all, we ignored um, the longest cold open ever because it oh, took them a very long time. And that cold open included all of the stock footage they use all over the time. So the Batmobile coming out of the cave, the mm-hmm. fact that Gotham City is 14 miles away. They Why keep so re- they keep reestablishing that like it's going to change. I know. I've said this for months. <laughs> Why is it so far away? Move, it's, it's very interesting to specifically pick 14 miles, yeah. put it on the sign. Like, that's... Is that, is that, that's not what it is in the comic Do we know what it is in the comic book? I, I, it's indeterminate in the comic I don't think they've... Where does he live then? He lives. He lives on the outskirts of Gotham. He lives in Wayne Manor. It's a little bit on a rural, hill. don't you think, though? What do you mean in the show or in? Yeah, in the show. Is yeah, it but just, he's, is he's, it Gotham County? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> if Gotham City is fourteen miles away, what's technically like? What's his address? <laughs> like, what is? Right. What, what does he put? Any uh, town, USA. Yeah, one Wayne Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Unincorporated Gotham, I think, is where he lives. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, oh, somebody makes a question, uh, makes a comment. That's what I wrote down about uh, Catwoman having. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, got it. So they call Batman and Robin. Uh, when they call Batman and Robin, Bruce and Dick are. Um, Bruce is using. Uh, Dick is using a telescope to stare at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Which, which <laughs> Bruce says might not be the best idea ever. And they're planning for a uh, total eclipse. Oh, by the way, that's what's going to save them in the second episode. I already wrote that down. Spoiler um, alert! <laughs> Holly's just mad at me because I did that one uh, uh, one podcast where we were talking about it, and I called it as the thing that saves them in the next one. You don't even remember what it was. Nope, no idea. Do you remember? I do. What was it? Electricity outage. Oh right, there's yeah. an episode where it, at the beginning there was a throwaway line about power outages in Gotham, and that's what saved them in the second episode. Yeah. It's a Joker episode. Which, Lucky. quite frankly, is relatively rare for this show. It's rare that anything they mention ever actually comes <laughs> Come back. back. Yeah, I, I, would, <laughs> I think so. Chekhov lost a lot of guns on this show, is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so Robin's staring at the sun. And Batman's, uh, Bruce says that's not the greatest idea. Uh-huh. And they make a comment that there's going to be a total eclipse. Of the and heart. that other countries are, <laughs> turn around. <laughs> and that other countries are sending uh, researchers to come view it. Uh, which I'm sure doesn't come back at any point ever. And <laughs> Alfred comes in and says, it's the bat phone. They go running for it. It was the longest pause ever. They were running short. Because, like, Alfred, like you watched Alfred walk from the, the study, like, oh, yeah. nothing's oh, yeah. happening. When, and and he, Bruce is just leaning. Bruce just, he didn't even <laughs> comment. Like, uh, uh, Dick said something in response to Bruce. It talked about that whole thing. And then Bruce didn't say anything. He just, like, crossed his arms and looked out. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then yeah. all the way from the back comes out yeah. for it. And it's it was, whole... like, an hour. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I, I was like, what, supposed to, what am, I, am I missing? <laughs> I don't remember what Dick said, but this was another one of those moments where I felt like um, Adam West's personal subtext was, you are the dumbest person ever. Yeah. Because there are moments in the show where um, – 
where Bruce will will call Dick Grayson Dick, and it doesn't sound like he's using his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's some there's some subtext there. And uh, anyway, uh, they're talking with Commissioner Gordon, and one of them makes a comment about. Catwoman, I think it was, I think it was Bruce on the phone as Batman makes a cat comment about Catwoman having something up her paw. I'm like that's yeah. that's not how that phrase oh, works. No, that's not. You also, can't. That you'd have to go to the vet. Yeah, right. Removed and then, that sounds painful. Right, yeah. you have to Probably have a mouse remove cones, that and get the cones on the head so she doesn't bite, bite it. Bite it, yeah. Her little paws all shaved up so they yeah. could do surgery. They had and the other one out. is because they had to do the IV. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so folks, don't use that term. Yeah. Right. Or else it'll Kittens send us on a t- <laughs> weird tangent. Um, wait a tick. Uh-huh. Didn't she die last time? No, they make a comment about that, that she's alive. Clearly. Okay, no, no. They didn't, they, they. I missed uh, it. They, <laughs> they made a comment of, she's alive. No how, no why, just she must be alive. Right. She, she probably had some alive spray. Mm, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, no, she belt? clearly just hadn't used up all nine yet. She is uh, a cat woman. Look at you. Holly's so mad at me right now. So mad. <laughs> Boo learns. Um, they go to uh, police headquarters, and they're in Commissioner Gordon's office. And there's so much bat junk. Yes. Well, that's that's where bat junk lives, is Commissioner Gordon's office. Oh, my office. God. I was really, uh, before we get there... Uh, I really enjoyed watching them like pull up in the Batmobile and get out of the car and like run up the steps. Which is stock footage. It is Every the same time. old lady. Same it's the same old lady walking it towards the, oh, towards the lady that so turns great. around with the white gloves and looks oh, at the that's Batmobile. So great. Every time. That's fun. It's yeah. Holly's decided that that's just where um, the mental ward lets out their OCD patients, yeah. so they can do. Their, there was too many people. Their GCPD. <laughs> like wa- just wandering the street. They were on yeah. the street. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so they just walk back and forth at, at Gotham They're Central. doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. Whether the Batmobile is there or not, they're, they're they just always, always on the loop. I get that. Um, and they, okay, um, they, they talk about the crimes, and they're talking about the best way to catch a cat. <laughs> and, and again, um, a- Annie and I were talking about these leaps of logic before we recorded. Holly and I have talked about it many times in the show. I don't. I don't remember exactly what happened because I could not even attempt to try and follow it. Yeah, it was some. Uh, how do you catch a cat? Uh, and Dick said a bird, and then Batman said, "What, what kind what of kind bird?" Of bird. And it was a canary. And I don't. Yeah. I don't know why. No, there. I mean, there was. I mean, that's. It's the less charming of their leaps because it was just a canary. I'm like, what? What? And Wait, it doesn't. It why? Doesn't, why? Yeah. Any? Nothing? There, there's, there's so no, many birds, you guys. <laughs> and, and okay, spoiler alert, it doesn't come up in the episode it why right? it had to be a canary. No. <laughs> Did you expect this show to justify something? <laughs> oh, it would have been nice. <laughs> no. Want, like, we could have found the, the egg, the Easter egg. Right, exactly. <laughs> the, one is, time, the one time it made, made sense. sense. No, it would be the linchpin. This is the linchpin. <laughs> oh, suddenly, everything in the show makes sense. Maybe that's, maybe that's what we're missing. Maybe there's an episode none of us has ever seen at the end. Which is just the um, the memento moment where everything just <laughs> falls into place and we understand the whole thing. It was all a dream. Yeah, right. That's why it doesn't make sense. Right. It yeah. turns out that Dick Grayson is Kaiser Sose. <gasps> I want it so <laughs> yes. bad. Uh, all right. Um, Next thing, yeah, they're in the <laughs> they're in the Bat Cave, talking about how best to trap the bird with uh, the cat with the canary, and. 
they go into a long conversation <laughs> about um, Jack O'Shea, the gossip columnist. And my note here is, we don't care who the <laughs> newsman is. Yeah. <laughs> Just plant the story in the paper. Um, they call this newsman who has a a reserved payphone at a drugstore. Okay, Glo- wait. At Globs. It's the third phone booth at Globs drugstore. Yes. They were very specific. So weird. Okay. Batman uses the phrase rather unique at one point. Oh, yeah. Point. That's, that's um, my next note. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Because my, my next note was, you can reserve a phone booth? <laughs> that's a thing. It had a sign when they, when they cut over to, to Glob's drugstore. Yeah, it was reserved for Jack O'Shea. It said reserved for Jack O'Shea. Why, why is that a thing? Is that a thing? Um, oh. Or is that a Batman thing? I, I, think I mean, that was has, labeled. So. I think it has much more to do with um, the idea of old-timey news people, particularly... Um, society news people who would have their own spots at restaurants and things mm-hmm. like that. Okay. I think it's I, I think it's left over from the idea that such and such a gossip columnist would have a booth reserved at such and such a place. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that's something that's anachronistic for us, but wasn't quite as silly at yeah. the time. Because well, phone booths like, in general at this yeah. point. <laughs> What's a phone um, booth? Well, I, I want to say uh, Glob's drugstore slogan was "We're showbiz." Where show business greats spend their, I think it was unemployment checks. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote it down. I missed that last part when they cut up to him, and then they didn't cut back, and I was like, that was amazing. All right, I might have to go back and do a screen grab of that. Yeah, I have to, I have to it was track that down. Very specific. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. My my note. First of all, rather unique. Um, that's one of my language pet peeves. Something is unique, or it is not. There are not varying degrees of uniqueness. Can I tell my note? Yes. My note is, Ben is writing about rather unique right now. <laughs> um, Holly and I were once at the Central Park Zoo, and we were looking at the red pandas, and there was a woman who was there. She was clearly a nanny. She was not the kid's mother. Oh, I thought she was a grandmother. Oh, I, I pegged her as a nanny. Anyway, she was a caretaker. She was not the mom. And... And... She was telling her, her the kid in her charge, look, there's a red panda. They're very unique. And it was I, I <laughs> tent, like every muscle tensed up. And Holly and all I could do was look at Holly. We had to giggle because I would have exploded <laughs> otherwise and we had to walk away. So that is it is one of the quickest ways to make me frustrated with somebody is for them to claim that there are varying levels of uniqueness. That's your kryptonite. Yeah. That's it's your hilarious. shark repellent spray. Yes. <laughs> Which, uh, again, Annie and I were talking before, I, I hypothesized that shark repellent bat spray might just be common everyday mace, because I feel like that would work on a shark, too. I am. Uh, I agree. Yeah. And it just maybe he has different labels for yeah. it. Are you supposed to shoot them with it underwater? Because I don't feel like that would be very effective. Well, depending on how pressurized the spray was. Same. Just saying this. Yeah. <laughs> with capital S. Um, have you ever, have, you, have either of you guys ever seen The Lost Skeleton of Cadavra? Nope. It's an excellent um, modern day bad B movie. They did it in the style of late 50s, early 60s Ooh. bad B movies. And um, one of the characters is a scientist, and he spends the entire movie talking about doing science. And I feel like <laughs> this show does a lot of that. There's a lot of doing yeah. science on this yeah. show. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Batman is talking with Jack O'Shea, the gossip columnist who leans out of his phone booth to order um, a sandwich. I didn't catch what the sandwich was. Was it pastrami or something? It, it was, was something like, like some that. Some kind of classic. Some very deli sandwich. Yeah. But he orders it with two glasses of buttermilk. And I oh, just, my God. What? I, yeah, that was my response. Was just, 
oh my goodness um and uh that's yeah gross that's all the heart attacks <laughs> yeah oh, it's just, well it, and it's just i can't uh, no wonder he has his own own phone booth reserved because he just passes out from the food coma yeah after two glasses of buttermilk you can't well nobody wants to go in a phone booth after <laughs> some guy drives drink two glasses of buttermilk <laughs> Oh, that's, that's how he keeps it. That's, that's right. There it is. He, he doesn't even it. need the sign. Sees for Catwoman. Uh, anyway, uh, he tries to get, and this is why no one will go to lunch with him. Nobody will go to lunch with him. That I don't want to watch up. somebody drinking buttermilk. Period. <laughs> yeah. One glass. <laughs> two. Even a sip of buttermilk is too much I to watch somebody do. And uh, so he hangs up with Batman. He calls him the Hooded Aven- Avenger. Yes. Is that a thing? The Hooded Avenger. Hooded Avenger. Yeah. That's I, a thing? I don't know that that's a thing. Um, there was a character in Watchmen called the Hooded Avenger, or right? something similar. There's, so, there's somebody called the Hooded but, Avenger. But, yeah, it's but not... But not Batman. No, <laughs> it's not Batman. Batman doesn't wear a hood. He wears a cowl. Yeah, that's... It, uh, it bothered me. Get it right. Yeah, reporter. reasonable. Um, anyway, he gets off the phone with the re- reporter. Batman has asked him to plant the story. Reporters agreed to do it. He immediately gets on a... Gossip phone. Gossip phone. Yes, which is not, which is not a walkie-talkie. Not yeah, a phone. Yeah, no, it's not. And calls Catwoman uh-huh. and lets her know what's up. Uh, Cat- Wait, how did she talk to him? What was what her was- her end of the gossip phone came out of a the head of a mounted a mounted head of a Hi. leopard. Oh, the yeah. leopard. You're right, you're right. And it came out of the mouth. And it, I had and issue it with like that. It looked like a cat toy to me. Because it made it like, was a just like a little, noise. Yeah. yeah, it was just like a little ball or oh, like okay. it was a tiny thing, and she just had it in her fingers. But I had issue with the the mounted head and the stuffed head in the first place because Catwoman would not display stuff like that. She's pro cat. Well, she has everything. used a cat as a weapon before by chucking <laughs> it at someone's face. This is a. This, I don't think this Catwoman. Best. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, actually, several times the last episode, uh, just cat flung at your face, which. <laughs> Super effective. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's been proven <laughs> time and time again. Uh, Wait, I want to know, uh, who did the study on the effectiveness of projectile <laughs> weapons? It was probably at Cambridge University or something. The Annie Savage Institute of Self-Defense. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw the cats. Go, right. go. Just always carry a cat. Always have a cat. Did you guys not see the cat in my purse? Right. Yeah. Just in case when he walks up. She actually just she just <laughs> drives she just drives a pickup truck with nothing but cat carriers in the back, just oh, like yeah. stacked three. No, they're high. not. Ca- they're, it's it's one cage that oh. they're all just roaming free in. I'm not it, a monster. It's more like a habitat <laughs> <than> a cage. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, two glasses of buttermilk. Oh, and we cut to uh, <laughs> Catwoman's Catwoman's lair, mm. and she is um, she's talking about. How these three henchmen of hers are the cream of the crop of cat burglars. They're very, um, I'm going to go ahead and say hefty for what I imagine a (laughs) top-of-the-line cat burglar to be. Well, and here's the, they were all wearing these really thick, giant... Velour? Yeah, like velour tiger stripes. Like tiger stripe sweater jackets. For stealth. And (laughs) (laughs) And then they had, they all had these, like, Ear, like cat ear things that yes. look, I mean, a, a la the Mickey Mouse ears you buy at Disneyland. Right, yeah. Only thicker and bigger mm-hmm. and obviously more uncomfortable. <laughs> like for Blizzard wear. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like leather and then fur and, and, and they were, they were dumb as doorknobs. Yes. 
But they were apparently the cream of the crop because that crop is spoiled. <laughs> Twelve men applied. <laughs> Which I'm sure Holly wrote down a note, Mm -hmm. because I did too, Mm -hmm. about what the vetting process is. Because we have... um, A hypothesis. I'm pretty... I'm going to call it an operating theory now. That all of these henchmen come from one location. And we've dubbed it the Central Hunching Agency, or CHA. Ugh, this is awesome. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know that... I don't know that I feel like... Any of the other villains have ever vetted their henchmen before, so I was really interested to hear that people were applying for this. Oh gig. yeah! So Catwoman doesn't use CHA; she's going against the guild. You think she's non-union? Non-union Catwoman! Oh my oh, goodness! Oh, Catwoman! Oh dear! That's oh. what that—that's my hypothesis on this. Well, situation. I was—I was sitting there going, "What did a henchman get out of this?" Yeah, I mean, they have to wear these terrible outfits. Um, okay, well, my next my <laughs> next note after that is Julie Newmar is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and I think it might be that they get to hang out that close to Julie Newmar. That's true. Because I'm I'm I would I'd wear a velour sweater. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'd wear a velour sweater for sure. Yeah. Just saying, like I got a chance to take a, a, a photo with Lee Merriweather at Comic Con this year. Oh, nice. And I probably still would have put on the velour. Yeah. Just to get a chance to. Yeah, that's true. At the time, I was actually wearing a uh, a Batman '66 hockey jersey, which she not only loved, and I've told this story on the podcast before, so I apologize to other listeners. But uh, she not only loved, but actually spent a little bit of time stroking the bat symbol. And I was like, "This is the best Comic Con ever." Uh, <laughs> I think you, you've worn that to one of our shows. I wore the like a... Doctor Who one to one of the shows. Oh. Yeah. And I will tell you, after you complimented me on the Doctor Who one, the next time I came, I wore a Doctor Who T-shirt just to get your attention. I, will admit I remember that. you telling me that. <laughs> yeah. And I probably went, hey, that's a cool shirt. Yep. And then you were like, I'm the guy that wore the one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, was the I was like, I wore this just to impress you. <laughs> Love it. Um, and uh, there, everybody, you know I'm a fanboy now. As if you didn't before. Yeah, I'm like, uh, um, <laughs> this is the man with the Batman podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> the next thing is they decide to go for the, uh, they, they're going to go Knowing it's a trap, they're going to go in and and get the canary. Um, but Catwoman flips a switch, and up comes her or up reveals her blackboard with her lessons in larceny. Yeah, well, is she like? There's a cat statue, and she like moves the head of it, and then the secret panel comes up. So you think it's going to be like a whole room or more some torture more device or something really cool? Yeah, exactly. More mouse. No, tatters. it's a blackboard. It's a it's a blackboard, and it's just got all this stuff written on it that they need to but do. But again, if my school teachers looked like Julie Newmar, we'd paid a lot more attention. Yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't have. I played... Not to what they no, were you saying. Would, yeah, you would have yeah. been like, pretty lady. <laughs> exactly. Wait, there's more to learn in school than that? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so Batman and Robin are um, playing with their rockets in the Batcave. Yeah. Did he say it would shoot at 500 miles in the air? Yeah. Something like Something that, Something like yes. that. I thought... I, it was a ridiculous amount, and it looked like a little Nerf thing that you would buy <laughs> that you could only yeah. use once. But in the dollar section next to the little parachute, you parachute guys. Yeah. But that it's science. Very, what were they yeah. gonna do with it? I don't. I don't. We'll find out in the next episode. I'm sure. Uh, well, you probably won't. Um, <laughs> no, oh no! That I guess because he one almost, still has it on. Yeah, that one almost because this goes into the whole be prepared speech. About oh. how we have to be prepared for everything. That's right. By, given by Alfred. 
Right, and Alfred um, is prepared not only by bringing them a snack, but by bringing them a little baggie to throw the snack in. Yeah, he says, we, we can't, we don't have time for the snack. And then he's like, well, I brought this paper bag. And what was, it was like little juice boxes and... Were they boxes of milk? They looked like they, milk boxes. They looked like, okay, yeah. I think they it was milk like boxes, little yeah. Little boxes of milk, and then I had to be peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> 100% yeah. was peanut butter and jelly. I mean, there was nothing fancy. It was... No. The yeah. crust still on. Um, can I say for the record, I was so... Are you calling Alfred a bad butler because he left the crust on the sandwiches? I'm just saying, Robin definitely does not like crust on his sandwich. No, Robin takes it off and throws it on the ground. 100% of the time. There's no, like... When they said the canary thing, backtracking, uh, when they was like, what kind of a bird? I, I kind of thought Robin would say, a Robin. And then, like, <laughs> he would be part of, like, the plot. Robin doesn't know that he's the decoy. <laughs> <laughs> There are many things Robin doesn't know. Oh, Robin. Um, um, can I just state for the record, I was glad they didn't drink milk in the Batcave again because I have a really hard time with that. Oh, no. It makes me uncomfortable. They had milk. They drink it in the Batcave. Just and out it, of a regular glass? And it makes me uncomfortable. I just don't feel like you should have milk in the Batcave. <laughs> at, least it's not, at least it's not buttermilk with that nasty were, yellow yeah, tint to it. Yeah, if it were buttermilk, that would be a whole other <laughs> level. I don't well, want did the, and we didn't see what happened with the food. No, no. Uh, presumably. Ooh, do you think it's just sitting in the Batmobile? It's still sitting in the Batmobile. Oh, and oh they're going to find it like two days time, later? Yeah. Yep. Ooh, that's not good. No, and then they they're going to have to tell Alfred that they ate. Well, yeah, but no, no, I didn't see any napkins in there. They're just going to ditch it. They're just going to ditch it <laughs> seven miles. Peanut butter mile. all over their gloves. Oh, yeah. No, they're just going to ditch <laughs> it seven <laughs> miles out of Gotham. Just, <laughs> just a bag's oh, yeah. going to flung that's out. That's right. They have 14 miles. They probably <laughs> ate and drank. And then I don't. I wouldn't assume that they would litter, but... You know, I feel like they've had PSAs about littering. Uh, I don't know if they have, but they've definitely had seatbelt and driver safety PSAs. Seatbelt? Oh yeah, close up. Yes, close seat up. Seatbelt, close up. There was no sack lunch. <laughs> but you know, that's just me. That's just me. When Amy gets her time machine, she's going to be the continuity manager on that show. And then I'm going to blow my brains out because that is too much work. It's way too much work. It's... Oh, oh Conta, what did he? That's right. what they'll say. And uh, we cut to Batman and Robin hiding behind the mammoth <laughs> that I'm going to say is the mammoth from the first story. It 100% is! Um, they're in the first, it was, it was the first story, right? Or it was the first penguin story? Uh-uh, that, that was, was the, the first, first story. one. Okay, in the first story, the kingdom of Moldovia? Republic of Moldovia. Something like that. They have a... Republic. Republic of Moldovia. <laughs> they have a jeweled, thank you notes, they have a jeweled mammoth that is also stuffed with priceless postage stamps. Oh, my God. Yeah, that thing was jeweled around the eye, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was weird. So, yeah, it was... It was In the, the natural history... The Gotham City Natural, natural history, history Museum. Which is at least 12 stories tall. That's a very yeah. tall museum. Yeah. What, um, it might just be, like, a really skinny building. Well, that's the thing, though, is it does follow the standard floor plan of every building in Gotham, <laughs> because I think they only had one building set. Yeah. Which is... A, about the size of a moderate apartment. Yeah. So maybe it it's is. It's really just, tall. Yeah. They bought a 14-story apartment building and just put <laughs> exhibits into it. Um, and again, this Natural History Museum, like all museums in Gotham, has stuff in it, but seemingly no labels or placards of any kind. Everything else in Gotham is labeled. <laughs> except, except for exhibits. things that should be labeled. Oh, my God. Um, and Batman and Robin are hiding behind the mammoth. Which I want to be a euphemism, but just isn't. Um, They're hiding in the front of the mammoth. <laughs> no, they were behind oh, it. Oh, were they behind they it? They were behind it because they had to awkwardly sidestep the oh, trunk that's and right, tusks. That's right, that's right. And 
Batman says to Robin, if my calculations are correct, they'll be arriving in the next six, six seconds. Six seconds. Which Robin, of course, begins to count down because Robin cannot resist a countdown. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and um, Robin, I mean, I know that that's the costume, but he was glowing. There was, like, a little strip of light, and it was the pale legs <laughs> with the white tights and the golden cape. Like, you couldn't see Batman because he was all, like, dark. And then... And then there's just Dick Grayson going, six, five, five. Yeah. In Dayglow. Yeah. In Dayglow. Right. What calculations are these? I want to see this math. It's got to be up somewhere on a secret chalkboard in the bat cave. Do you think he used the Lucite map of Gotham to write it on? The lit, the lighted Lucite map of Gotham, yes. Yeah, there's no, uh, how on earth. He doesn't know where they're coming from. There's just, there's no way to know this map. we We all know. I don't need to. Spell it. Right. right. <laughs> you and know, math. Six seconds. Math. <laughs> Science. Um, so a, one of the cat burglars comes in. One of the best cat burglars comes in, <laughs> and he is lumbering into the window. Oh, yeah. Like, straining like a 60-year-old man through this window. <laughs> he throws his bag over the ledge and he then follows it in. He was probably at least 50. Yeah. Two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were all three. They were all really old. Super old. Yeah. I mean, not like 50s that old, but like. They weren't young Or henchmen men. old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Batman and Robin jump out and they corner the guy. And the guy starts talking and he, I wrote down, very Jewish cat burglar. Yeah. Because oh he, <laughs> yeah. he is. Yeah. He is. He is. He is. Putting on, look, I'm just trying to raise my family, and I just, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, what he got, is going he goes on? Into this giant explanation. Oh, it's just, I'm just this poor guy, blah, yeah. blah. And that's the distraction. That's the distraction. And then it's, and then it's, and look behind you, Batman. And he's like, yeah, we're not going to fall for that. And Catwoman, of course, standing right behind them with yeah, the other with two. Yeah, the other henchmen that other two henchmen. somehow quietly got into the <laughs> same, were, very same window, as far as I okay, can tell. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Show. I'm going to stop. And I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. This guy is an excellent cat burglar, and the lumbering through the window was specifically because he was the decoy. He knew. He knew. It was a trap. Because he, he didn't bother using the sneak walk. That's, That's true. Right. He did oh, yeah. not sneak. I don't even know which henchman that was. There's no way to tell. <laughs> There's no way to tell. He wasn't wearing He was wearing a totally different outfit, though. Yep. And That's cat, the only you know one. He was wearing can, the train And that. you can tell that Catwoman uses um, non-union because they don't have their names written on anywhere anywhere on them. Oh, yeah, Most no. of the other henchmen have their names written. Unless, no, they're, wearing, only, unless they're wearing excellent sweater vests. Only the penguins. Is it really only penguins? It's only No, peng- Joker does, right? No. Doesn't? Nope. Okay. Maybe you think Penguin just has short-term memory loss, and that's why he has to have everybody wear name tags? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, the name tag thing on a henchman is pretty fun. Um, okay, we'll get, to, we'll get to a penguin reference later, which I thought was weird. Um, but uh, getting back to... Oh, they, they do their onomatopoeia fight. Holly, oh. if you would do the honors. Zap, bop, thwack, wham, kapow, z dash zap. So zap, I guess. Eow with the tongue hanging out of the o and oof. I think it was oof because I was writing eow and debating whether I was going to draw a face <laughs> in the o or not, and I missed the last. Well, the part podcast of it. audience can't see your notes, so maybe skip that next time. Well, right before the fight. Uh, Catwoman says something about her being a lady, and Snapman Oh, yeah, says, she's all about manners in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, Bruce, don't be so whatever. I'm a lady. She doesn't call him Bruce. Oh, no, oh, no, she doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler, no. She doesn't. She's Batman. Um, she says she says that thing about being a lady, and Batman says, you are not a lady. 
You are, uh... It was something with an S. It was clearly something he was about to... Maybe scoundrel he was going to say? Yeah, he didn't finish. And then she's like, Eh, get him. Or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, what was he going to call her? (laughs) What could they not... He going to call her skank. Probably. You're a Siamese cat. What? I don't know. I don't know. Um, It would have made as much sense as what's coming up next, because they have their onomatopoeia fight, and the next thing we see is Catwoman say, stop it. It's not, it's, my side is losing. So she pulls out two, um, again, dollar store toy guns. She says, specifically, I wrote this down, cease this fiddle dee dee. Yes. <laughs> because that's which, the thing people say. Which. <laughs> All the time. Every I day. want everyone to tell me when they feel like I'm being ridiculous. Cease this fiddle dee dee. All right, everybody, podcast over. And <laughs> um, Continue. And like, continue this fiddle dee dee. <laughs> this fiddle dee dee is a okay. <laughs> Uh, and she um, pulls out these two really crappy toy guns and explains that they have um, catatonia on them. Those are suction cups. They're clearly (laughs) suction cups. And I thought for a second, I was like, did did I miss that she said that they were suction cups? No, she calls them darts. She She calls them darts. Yeah, they're clearly the orange, like, round. You couldn't have painted that? Yeah. You couldn't? Props? I know, because when you shoot them... You're not actually shooting them. <laughs> and so she shoots Robin, and then several seconds later, <laughs> shoots Batman. Yeah, he just stood there. And then they, they're both hit, and they're both uh, losing consciousness, and Robin says, holy D'Artagnan, to which my next note is, Robin sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are times when he, like, I, uh, Holly will tell you, I actively applaud and make note when his holy whatevers make sense. Yeah. And then there's a lot of them that just piss me off, like this one. And this one <laughs> really pissed that me off. That was really bad. Because it wasn't even really a pun. It was, like, it was like the rest of the stuff in the episode. It was like stealing things that just have the word cat in it. Yeah. That doesn't make it cat-related. No, not at all. Because they could have easily gone, look, she stole a cat. This person stole a catalog and a catamaran and mittens. I don't know who the hell this is. <laughs> Um, well, it goes back to O'Hara's villain. Yes. So um, there is a concept that we have observed in this show, which we're calling O'Hara's villain, much in the way of Schrodinger's cat. Oh, yeah. Which is until, yes, until the villain is named, it really could be any of them. It's true. Yeah. And, like and that's that kind theory. of the same thing with this episode. Except, again, through a leap of logic that wouldn't necessarily be made by anybody. It was like, oh, yeah, there's the word cat in two of these things. And how do they know that they're all related? Okay, sorry, I don't mean to go back to the how beginning. How did they know that it was missing? It was a catalog! <laughs> yeah. But how did they know that they were all related is the other thing. It's not like they left a clue. That Their we know hats of. were stolen, and then the people were kidnapped. <laughs> um, Mad Hatter episode. Yeah, there was a Mad Hatter episode where the whole point, the whole thing of the episode was them talking about hats were stolen, and the people underneath them, too. <laughs> oh the hats God. were the important <laughs> part. That's amazing. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to that one. All right, Batman and Robin. If are you then... get the opportunity to watch that episode, I highly recommend it. Which Let... episode was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was about? season one. It's season the one something. Hatter. If you okay. want, I can put some of this stuff on a thumb drive for you if you would like. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of too good. I it's like watching so it so much. Uh, anyway, um, where were we? Oh, uh, Batman and Robin are knocked out by the catatonia, mm-hmm. and. That's not a real... I know, I'm sorry. No, on the, on the suction cup that hit the outside of their 
costumes. costumes. Which, for all the be prepared, you don't have any kind of body armor. It's just the spandex. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, guys. Um, sorry, we're gonna go back. Speaking of speaking of uh, latching onto the cat thing in every word, I once had a Twitter conversation with Ben Acker. Yes. Um, where he was talking about the amazing puppets that Jamie Bressler made for you guys and everybody. Yeah. And um, I'm actually talking with Jamie about some stuff, which is all super secret right now. Um, all right, I'll tell you. I, I, I want her to make me a Batman. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so that's it's, she's amazing, and, and it's not something that I can do right away, but it's going to happen. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, had a conversation. He mentioned one of the puppets, and I wrote back, Pixar, it didn't happen. And he said, not, and then it didn't happen. And I wrote back, what a bat-tastrophe, because I only really tweet from our Batmania. Yeah. And his response was, uh, way to go. T- way to go on taking that word back. Catwoman doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, they are Catatonia. They're knocked out for a minute. We're told that it only lasts about a minute. Yeah. And she tells the henchmen to, to grab them and throw them out the window. Which, which super so- effective! Solid plan. They totally, solid yeah, plan. and they did. They picked him up. That man was had his arms up, g- grasping onto the one guy. So even <laughs> with the Catatonia, you know, yeah, well, you, you know, know where to get yourself stable. <laughs> and then they chucked him out the window. Yeah, they threw him out the window. And which, applaud. Good job, yeah, Catwoman. I, I was like, ha- well, that's the end of this episode. Which, which is a level of um, efficiency, which sadly is not shown later in the episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so they throw them out the window, and one of the henchmen looks down. After Batman is thrown, again, they throw Robin. And nobody then cares. several seconds later, they throw <laughs> nobody Robin cares. and nobody's. Yeah. It's like, no. good, that kid's gone. Then they throw Batman and they actually check. Uh-huh. And one of them, and the, one of the henchmen goes, I don't believe it. And we see that Batman and Robin are saved from a well-placed net. Oh, yeah. By Captain Ahab of the, oh, something, oh, I wrote it down. Captain Ahab of... Sorry, my next note. I'm on my next note already, which is just terrifying Aunt Harriet. Um, <laughs> but Captain Ahab you mean Aunt of the video? White Whaling Society put up the nets. Put up the nets so they could catch the canary if the canary was thrown out the window. That's is not that what they how, said? Yes. yes. Did anybody actually see the canary that they were no. talking about? So what was it supposed to be? A, a, a stuffed canary, canary maybe, in the or a jeweled natural canary? history museum? I don't know. In the oh. same room as the mammoth. As the jeweled mammoth. Yes. This is the jeweled, jeweled animal, animal room. room. Yes. I'll buy it. I got it. It's and like the Maltese Falcon, but it's the... Made of real Maltese. <laughs> ben. That was a really good look. Holly just shot Ben. Um, it's also a really old in-joke between me and one of our previous guests. I saw him do an improv show where somebody's suggestion was Maltese Falcon, and he said made of real Maltese without any irony whatsoever during the <laughs> sketch, and I giggled like an idiot for 20 minutes. <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, Batman and Robin are, are saved by this well-placed net. They're standing up, bouncing around. Yeah, bouncing around on his net, having a grand old time yeah. while these bad guys are getting away above them. Yeah. They've been thrown out a window. <laughs> they deserve a bounce. Yeah, that's true. Those were really bouncy nets. Yeah. Yes. More like, more like a trampoline. Well, than... and they were knocking on the window to get, oh, yeah, to get the... the uh, what do you call it? Innkeeper? No. Groundskeeper? Groundskeeper? No, ground... something. Something like that. And uh, to get the attention of the, of the night guard, we'll call it that. And <laughs> the next thing we see is we cut to, I assume the next day, because mm-hmm. it's daytime, and Aunt Harriet is dancing at the camera terrifyingly. Aunt I, Harriet I don't mean, I don't... should always be dancing. <laughs> Here's what I wrote. 
what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. She is not dancing in front of the camera. She's, she is dancing at the camera. She's staring it is, it is right aggressive. into your soul. It's <laughs> definitely aggressive. And she's got, she's doing a claw, cat, paws a cat and... paw motion with the dance, and she's not, there's no real dancing. It's just some moving with some It's her thriller cat, video. Cat. <laughs> this is the prequel to the thriller video, guys. This makes sense. And she's trying to get Alfred to join in, and Alfred's being a stick in the mud. Okay, I have some questions about this. Uh-huh. Are they banging? <laughs> oh, I hope it so. Really, it really starts to seem like it, because she gets super-duper jealous if Alfred is anywhere near women of any kind. Oh. Even in one episode, Alfred has been knocked out with knockout gas and is just next to a woman with her his head on her shoulder. They have both been knocked out. So, yeah. And she walks down, and she literally um, goes, Oh, Alfred! Like, she has been scandalized. So it really seems like the two There's of them something. might... Might have a little something, something going on. Um, and for them. So Alfred, Alfred says, no, I ain't going to dance. And then Bruce and Dick walk in, and Dick tells Aunt Harriet her music sucks. Yeah. Well, it's, they stare at her for a couple minutes. I mean, you know why? You... Because the show needed some sex <laughs> they, appeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, my. So they stare at her for yeah. This she, ca- she calls it the Catusi. Yes, it's does. called the Catusi, yeah, which goes along with big... the Batusi from the first episode. That's true, and it's the big dance craze. Yep, at... and it started at a restaurant called the Pink Sandbox, which yes. is a cat-themed rest- restaurant. I would not eat at a cat-themed <laughs> restaurant that was called the Anything Sandbox. Anything sandbox. A cat sandbox is not a place you want to go to eat things. Or even like a playground sandbox if there's cats nearby. <laughs> yeah. I want no part of any of it. Um, anyway. Also, I don't want to go to a cat-themed restaurant. The menu items. <laughs> cat burger. The cat burger. Like, With cats ser- up. They're serving cats. I, I, right? I, no. <laughs> I mean, that's what it no, sounds like. That's what it sounded like. Pretty, I'm hoping that it was just like... Um, it was themed, obviously. Like Planet Hollywood. They're not actually yeah. serving Rambo and they're Rambo burgers. Do they have Rambo burgers? I don't know. Ah. I've never been to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> I am talking out a certain orifice of my body right now. Your what? ear? Yes. <laughs> my mouth. Oh, okay. yeah, this, oh right. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to politely ask her to dinner again. Um, Holly has things that she will not say, including the last lyric of my girlfriend who lives in Canada from Avenue Q. So it has become, and I can't wait to politely ask her to dinner again. Oh. Uh, anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, just go listen, listen to, to that song. show because it's oh, amazing. I have some questions. Yes. Why was Aunt Harriet at that restaurant to begin with, guys? She's fashionable. Yeah. Why was she there? That's the new <gasps> dance craze. It's only been a week. Is that what they said? Two yeah. weeks, I think. Two a week weeks. or two, yeah. And Not very long. Do you think she went there with Alfred on a date? I think she's. I think she's stepping out because Alfred won't. Won't. Won't uh, dance with her. Won't yeah, dance you, with th- her. you know what? She's. She is an empowered lady of the '60s. She's like, I'm gonna go out dancing. If you're not gonna take me, I'm gonna go by myself. Yeah. So she okay. got into her go-go boots. They had <laughs> go-go no mace skirt. Maybe go-go cage. Yeah. Oh, you she think she? Do you think she the works cage. there now? Yes. She had to get a second job. She could. <laughs> oh wait, she doesn't have a first job. That is her first job. Her her first job is berating Dick about his piano playing skills. Oh my god, she's so mean. Um, anyway, uh, we're, the waitress, who is about 70% teeth, is telling <laughs> yeah. the specials, including one was um, the long list of blah, 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 uh, specially raised cattle. 
was, oh, was the yeah. end of it. They really punched the cat. And then she smiles at them, and, and it is like, it looks like Joker's chattering teeth is what it looks like. It was. She was te- toothy. Yeah, it was really, really toothy. I did and they, not they were dressed this at all. Like, she was dressed like a, like a Playboy bunny, but, but with, with cat, cat ears. ears. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much what the restaurant appeared to be, is a Playboy club, but a, a cat. It was a cat house. <laughs> my uh favorite thing about it was that batman and robin were sitting in a booth in costume asking about the menu items yeah but, oh, oh and we were led there because because Anne harriet oh because the henchman the who henchman. had been caught um and uh who broke under O'Hara's threat of enhanced interrogation techniques <laughs> um, in commissioner gordon's office in commissioner gordon's office uh, because they only have one set at police headquarters. Yeah. And uh, they have an t- interrogation room they used once. Oh, that's true. That was did. the first time we saw the bat shadow and he oh, was right. flailing oh. about. Oh. Well, you can't outdo that. No. Um, and they. Uh, There's no way. Yeah, you don't want to overdo that set. That was, <laughs> that was important. They, uh, the guy explains that the only thing he knows about Catwoman's headquarters is he heard rock and roll music and stomping. And whenever the music stopped, there were cats meowing. Yeah. Okay, I have some questions. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, really was all, just it was all like. Uh, Were there cats okay. there? No, but everybody was in dressed her, as cats. Well, that's where she lives, above it, right? Or below it, I would say, probably. Yeah. Because she was above that. Well, then the next part, I guess. Well, we'll the, the they, they realized that um, through their amazing deductive reasoning that this cat themed restaurant must be a front for Catwoman's hideout. So, of course, they're. Uh, they're what, what, what would you call it the, when they. The initial trip that they take to, like, scout it out. Oh yeah, <laughs> they go in costume. Yeah, they're recon. And sit in a booth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're recon. Like they don't have, you know, different like, identities that they could just go places. Yeah, in. and they're like, we uh, need another minute before we order. And they're talking. <laughs> like, and, and okay, okay. In in one of those moments where I hate myself for liking it, um, they talk about the fact that now that they found the front for Catwoman's hideout. They're going to turn the tables on her. Yes. And the moment they say it, <laughs> their table literally turns around yes. and has them trapped inside a steel room. Yeah. And, and above them is Catwoman. Yes, is, is Catwoman. Oh, I guess it's on the same plane. Her hideout, you mean? Yeah. Maybe. Because I don't know how far they fell down, right? It seemed to, I thought it was just a room behind the. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's on the same. Uh, as the, on the same level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, there might be stuff below, I would assume. Who knows? Classrooms, where she, she teaches her lessons. She yes. teaches, yeah. Her, uh, her lessons in larceny, because everybody loves alliteration. Can I just mention that jimmying was on that list of lessons? It was. Yes. And I was like, oh, jimmy, all right. Yeah, well, that's, that's an important I mean, I'm skill. glad you're covering it. If yeah. you're going to be a cat burglar, you got to jimmy things. you got to jimmy. <laughs> jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, guy's good he's got an a in skulking but only a c in jimmy it's not, <laughs> he's uh, good but he's not great so um okay so my next note is uh steel box bat junk because there was a lot of bat junk I wrote in this cotton crotch <laughs> <laughs> which is what we in, in dance team in high school that's what we referred to when you know you're wearing tights and uh-huh. the crotch is a cotton so it's a different you know right. fabric and it's a different look and it was slipping out the side <laughs> of Batman's leg, and I was like, "Oh, wait, what? That's got a cotton crotch. Nobody was, nobody was looking out." There's a, there's a cure for that now. <laughs> yeah, shot of penicillin. Just go see here. Right yeah, out. exactly. Um, 
And so, yeah, there, there was uh, lots of issues with the crotchal area, apparently. I am wondering, because it was only Batman yeah. with bat junk. Because Robin used Robin to have bat junk have. all the time. Yeah. Oh. I'm wondering if he's wearing the, the thingamajig. Oh, you mean... Yeah, like what, a dance belt? What's yeah. it called? A merkin? No. Why would... <laughs> we didn't see, like, you, Ben. Is he tucking? Is Robin tucking? Is, is that what you're asking? <laughs> well, th- that was a big... That was actually a very big issue with standards and practices. Oh. Was um, the, the fact that there was a lot of... As we refer to it, bat junk and robin eggs going on. Robin eggs. And... Um, <gasps> Then there was a big... I don't pro- refer to it as Robin <laughs> Oh, I you, think it's you approved the first time I said it. I may retract my stance <laughs> on it. Um, anyway, the uh, there was a big thing with standards and practices, and then there was another big to-do with the fact that uh, Robin's codpiece was larger than Batman's. <gasps> so this was... this was Pardon me for saying it, but this was a thing that went went on. Um, anyway, uh, so we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of it. And yes, it was most... It was just Batman this time. Yeah, there was no Robin junk. And... The next thing we see is Catwoman up in the porthole at the top of this of this room. The and unbreakable she's, glass. She's taunting. Oh yes, unbreakable, Un- uh, bulletproof, and bat-proof glass. Bat-proof, yes. Mm-hmm. And she is taunting them and taunting Batman by saying, hey, you know, I could really go for you in a different circumstance. Mm-hmm. And then my next note is, what is this love chant? Because she launches into this whole thing about how all of the other villains are calling her for dates and why she doesn't like yeah. them. And it was... <laughs> It was not quite misogynistic in the way the show has been before, but it was a little creepy that there seems to only be one female villain mm-hmm. that they can call for dates. I don't quite, I don't know. It it, it well, felt she's creepy. A woman. Oh she's, yeah, she's the hottest of the bunch. No question, no question at all, and especially with that um, with that that slightly overlarge belt sitting off kilter on her hip, mm-hmm. just. Yeah, draws attention to all the right places. Yeah. I'm just saying, but no, that was well designed. But it was still, it was kind of a non sequitur in the episode. Yeah. I was just like, why do we need to know this? Be- so he knows that she's desired. Ugh. I see. So she's trying but to stir up a little jealousy. Gotcha. Before she killed. Killed him. Yes. <laughs> Batman. So then she. Well, maybe like if he was like, oh yeah, I'd tap that. She'd be like, oh okay, let me turn okay. the thing off. Yeah. We'll maybe. just kill Robin then. Yeah. Well, everybody. I mean, nobody would argue that. No, I don't think anybody... Yeah. Nobody seems to have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> every once in a while, there's a female henchwoman who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I would let Robin, too. But most of the time, it's just Batman. Yeah. Uh, so she turns on the floor, mm-hmm. and it starts glowing red. Mm-hmm. And once again, Batman and Robin, they do... Uh, this time, it's a combination of um, the pee-pee dance and river dance. <laughs> yeah, I saw river... Like. Well, Batman had his... Like, he was arms really doing... His, yeah. He had his arms behind his back, and he yeah. was really going for the river dance thing, and Robin looked more like he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and they are trying to figure out um, how to uh, cool down the floor so that, that they don't, you know, burn their feet. And they see a water pipe. Well, when... here's how hot we know it was. Uh, Catwoman opens oh, up a, oh, yeah, little, about that. a little vent or something at the now, top. Now, was that vent bat-proof? Dry... No. They could have taken their opportunity then. They were too slow. Uh, but she takes two eggs that are just in a bowl uh, <laughs> that she's already cracked and pours them onto the floor. And then they both look down and they see that it's they're cooking. Yeah, the yolks two... didn't crack. And, but like, they, the yolks didn't crack. Not, like, not yeah. only did the yolks not break, but they were two perfectly Perfect. circular, separated fried eggs. Oh, yeah. No, they were 
They fell perfectly. Yeah. Which makes me think that Catwoman must be the master chef behind the the because if she can do that from a floor up, she's making she can the food do for anything. The pink sandbox. Yes. She's the chef. Also, oh, she also, gets to design the, her the, own menu. The more I think of or hear the words pink sandbox, the more just dirty in every way it becomes. It, just it is not it's unsavory. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, and I wrote um, sweaty abs. Because they were dancing around, like they were poorly, you know, dancing in place. And then I noticed uh, Batman's, like you could see his abs started to get sweaty in the costume. And I was like, oh no, Cotton Crotch and sweaty abs, Batman! <laughs> oh my god, Cotton Crotch and sweaty abs is the worst buddy comedy ever. Oh, or the best. It's it's too dirty. Um, and they, <laughs> that's the tagline for the show. It's too dirty. Too dirty. It's too dirty. No uh, see it. They. Uh, Oh, uh, my note is they're actually dancing. Just dancing. Yeah. And I wrote, oh, no, this is for the next part. Never mind. And they see this steam pipe, and they go to cut it open to pour steam on the floor. Water. He says it's a water, water pipe. pipe. A water water pipe. pipe. And Sorry. I'm like, no, Robin, there's not a water pipe in here. You're dumb. <laughs> but, no way. But even if it was a water pipe, it would just delay Great. it, because eventually it would kill them through just steam, steam. inhalation. Yeah. Um, there was no way would, out. They and they would boil gonna, the water. Yeah. Like, and they would have ruined those eggs. <laughs> <laughs> way to ruin your last meal, Cape Crusader. Um, <clears throat> and Catwoman, uh, above them, says, little do they know, it's filled with liquid catatonia. Mm-hmm. And still not a thing. Still not a thing. Still not a thing. And she starts... Um, doing a giddy little shimmy while lying on her side. With her little feet kicking? Yeah. yeah. What was that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No idea. But it just looked... It looked out of character. It wasn't very seductive or cat-like. And it wasn't very controlled, which she had been through most of the episode. Well, the glass thing she was was looking at them through, that she was draped herself around, was a raised bubble on her side. Yeah. So... You can't really... It's hard to be sexy around a giant round thing, I suppose. I've never tried it myself. <laughs> but now I'm curious. <laughs> now I'm going to go get it. And, like, and he's like, I bet I could do it. I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna, Your she... knee gets all squished up on it. Like, <laughs> Thigh doesn't look no, there. It would, it would squish all the wrong places. <laughs> it's okay. She's going to vine it from the underside of the bubble later. Yeah, don't worry. I'll periscope it. <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing now? That's a thing that yeah. young yeah. kids do, right? The kids. The kids, yeah. With their with Molina. <laughs> he always periscopes. Interesting. That's how I found out about it. Chris Hardwick oh. does too. Well, Kiss Har- Chris Hardwick's does. one of those kids. He sets the trends. That's mm-hmm. true. I get notifications on my phone. I'm like, I'm at work. <laughs> I, can't, Chris, I can't do this. Chris, Chris, stop calling me. Chris, <laughs> Chris stop calling Holly. She's Leave working. Alone. And uh, anyway. Oh my God, don't stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, she's cooking them. They release the catatonia and they get knocked out. And onto my, the scalding onto, hot floor, they fall. And and okay, then she says, "How scalding hot is it? Because those eggs weren't fully cooked yet. They they started to cook really nicely for being there for just a second. So I just didn't feel like it was that hot. Well, they only cut to the eggs once, and it was a few seconds before they got knocked out. We didn't see if maybe they were burning by then. All right, that's true. I'm Although just saying. Way, well, I mean, if we're gonna get into it, the way that they were dancing around it didn't seem like it was very hot either. <laughs> So oh my God. I think, that sweat was definitely from movement, not yeah. from actual heat. I think the subtext is we're proposing an episode from the egg's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the like, yolks on that egg, were, on those eggs, were was, was it was runny. Uh, they weren't solid at the yet. time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, they get knocked out onto the supposedly uh, cooking floor. And uh, my note is, why not just let them cook? That's what I thought. Because that this this goes back to the lack of efficiency um, from her earlier point of view of throw them out the window yeah. so they hit the floor and die. She could have just let them cook. But the next thing we see is we see them, they are on um, what look like, and again, this goes back to their be prepared speech. It looks like makeshift Boy Scout tinfoil campfires. Or, yeah, or, like, um, drink, cookies, like, like barbecue. Barbecue size. Grills. Barbecue, barbecue grills. grills. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're both laying on their own ones. And she on the on the top of the roof. And did you notice that Robin's is smaller than Batman's? Yeah, and they were different colors. <laughs> were they really? I thought mm-hmm. they were both red. One was red, and I think one was blue. Oh, I thought. Well, I don't know. I thought they were both red. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, um, I've been known to be less they're, correct. Then. They're both on. They're both on the grill, and she explains that she has um, lined the grills with margarine. <laughs> she she, she specifically that? mentioned that I didn't because that my next note is right before they're about to start getting <laughs> cooked. Robin shouts out, "Holy Olio!" <laughs> oh, right, no. I, saw, I saw you during that part. You were like, "Oh!" You were writing it down. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, and and as those of us who are um, nerds know, Olio is is of the Latin root for oil. And so, yeah, that was the whole thing. He he knew he was greased up and ready to cook, so it was holy Olio. Why is she obsessed with cooking them? I don't know. Yeah, that was a weird turn. Um, <laughs> but she, she's going to cook them uh, with giant. It's it's um, of the grill, and then under the grill is a lot of tin foil. Oh yeah, the whole thing is lined with aluminum foil. And she is going to cook them with giant magnifying glasses. Uh-huh. There, there's so really many slow. things happening. I'm, I'm going to say that um, <laughs> that uh, if we're going to talk science with a capital C and S. Shut up, everybody. Um, with a capital S. And I'm so happy right now. If, um, if we're going to talk science, there's no way the sun would be in the right position long enough to kill either of them. Yeah, no. They would be slightly uncomfortable for probably about an hour. Like, it might be in their eye. They'd be like, ah, it really there's hurts my retina. There's two things that she said. Uh, she wrote, she, or she wrote, I wrote. Uh, she said something about... Bat on a hot tin roof. Yes, that's the and, new play they're going to be, the new show they're going to be that's, in. That's right. She said they're going to be in a new show, Bat on a Hot Tin Roof. And Batman's reply is, that's not a bit funny. <laughs> it's a bit funny. It's a bit funny. <laughs> it's a bit funny. It's a bit funny. I mean, are you going to go into comedy now, Batman? Well, but no, my thing, my thing was, was um, I like any moment where uh, anybody on that show speaks for the audience. And I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then she says... Uh, she's doing a, her whole goodbye speech, and she ends with, uh, or you'll end up with one of the worst cases of sunburn in U.S. history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, the United States history log of bad sunburns. Which is, you know what, you know what, which is fair, because the last time they ran into Catwoman, they did try to give her cancer. <laughs> the radiation. Oh. Yeah, they, they decided to track her by irradiating the thing she was about to steal. Well, yeah. And that was that the dangerous. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I feel like, all right, that's fair. He tried to give her uh, melanoma or whatever. No, he tried to give her just plain old, you know, radiation sickness yeah, and radiation cancer. Poisoning. So she's gonna give him melanoma. That's like that's that's turnabout. That's fair. That's, fair. Yeah. that's a reasonable I response. Would, I would think the bat suit in any form would have UV protection, but perhaps not back in. I mean, that the suction cup caught to them, guys. <laughs> that suction cup right, went that right, right through them. <laughs> The catatonia paper, or whatever. Paper thin. <laughs> paper thin. Um, how else are you going to show off that amazing bat physique? <laughs> the bat punch. 
Well, and that's that's something that Annie didn't get to see in this episode, which is we didn't get to see Bruce dressed to the nines. Like when they put Bruce in a three piece suit, he's a handsome, he's, handsome he was, man. He's, you know, and that when he was leaning so long, yeah. When, when he was, was leaning, leaning, he looked really dapper there. He was leaning yeah. there while uh, while Alfred uh, Dick was you know staring at the sun. sun. <laughs> It ain't and no and joke. he had like an ascot yeah. and like yeah. a nice shirt and a sweater, and he was kind of like tugging at the ascot. I was like, "Oh, hello, Adam West." Yeah, oh my yeah. God, you yeah. Hottie. yeah. And it's 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 too bad because the bat suit and the peach lipstick show off all the wrong things about Batman. Yeah. The lipstick has gotten better. <laughs> That's true. I noticed it on uh, Robin, pretty pretty plainly. Well, how could you not? His mouth oh, is no. like a billboard. <laughs> and you know what he did the whole time, whether he was Dick Grayson or Robin. He, he kept, yeah. He always he kept, like, does this. He punches he, his fist. Yeah, he punches his fist. He holds his He's fist. He's very aggressive. Yeah, but it's like, well, you should kind of be conscious of what you're doing because if you're doing it as both things, somebody could probably put that together. Um, nobody if they're notices- not putting together that <laughs> Batman or that Batman and Bruce Wayne uh, sound, sound identical. Sound and, yeah. and, and speak in the exact same cadence. Yeah, and exactly. walk and move exactly the same way. And the Batmobile is always coming from the same area is only That's Wayne weird. Manor. It always takes exactly 14 and a half minutes for the <laughs> Batmobile to get here. Um, and it's always on that one, like, that one road. One path, yeah. It's just one yeah. road, guys. Yeah. It's always there. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, they're not the brightest. So the, the narrator cuts back in and gives his standard spiel about how they're definitely going to die in the next episode. And we end with um, same cat time, mm. same cat channel. Which I think we had last time it was a Catwoman episode. Yeah, I think yeah. They, they really milked that one for all it's worth. Hey, guys, that rhymes with cat. I, it's like one How letter about off. about <laughs> right. whenever Catwoman's in it, <gasps> let's make it cat time. Brilliant. Gold. Um, That's what they said. Reenactment. <laughs> verbatim. Verbatim. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop this mic. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> it's quite and heavy. The last episode of this podcast. <laughs> the last one with a guest you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's going to be, every episode is going to be like Garfield without Garfield now. There's going to be one voice missing. From... <laughs> uh, all right. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, next episode coming up is going to be episode 38, which is called The Cat and the Fiddle. Um, I would like to thank Annie for joining us today. Oh, thank you guys. That was it was fun. amazing to have you. We are super, we're going to fangirl out the moment you leave. I promise you. <laughs> Yay. Um, and so we have come to the, the plugging hour. All right. Is there anything you would like <laughs> Wait, to plug? Wait, this comes out tomorrow. 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 Yeah. So okay. if you got anything right. coming up, go uh, for it now. Well, I've actually, I don't, I don't know exactly when it is. It could be Monday or the next. Uh, my first uh, Spontaneous Nation episode, Spontaneous Nation with Paula Tompkins. Which is an awesome podcast. It's hilarious. I, I'm a huge fan of it and and so excited that I got to be on it. But, um, the first one I should be this Monday, maybe next Monday. I'm not entirely sure, but it's soon. Um, so you should subscribe anyway because it's super funny. And, yeah. You know, you don't need to, there's no through line. <laughs> um, you can just pick up wherever it's off. And yeah. who was the special guest on yours? Um, Jonathan Colton. Oh, wow. So that's going to be a super duper good one, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was great. And then, um, and I've got, I, we just recorded another one that won't be out till later. Um, and, but I am, <laughs> I, I, when we recorded the first Spontaneous Nation, I plugged something that ha- I had not yet gotten to. Um, so since this is only a day, <laughs> I probably still won't have gotten to it. 
However, uh, my husband and I are putting together our own podcast. My husband, Fred Cross. He's an actor. I'm an actor. And uh, we're putting together a podcast that's uh, like a comedic look at parenting in Los Angeles. Oh, basically. fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because we have a one-year-old right now, and... Let me tell you, June Cleaver's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of uh, fun stuff to talk about, and we'll have guests on talking about their uh, unique childhood experiences and growing up and other parents and things like that. So That's awesome. Um, right now we have a, a Twitter account. It's well, the, the podcast is called um, The Baby is Sleeping because that's the only time we ever get to talk to each other mm-hmm. as adults. Is the whole podcast just going to be you leaning into the mics and whispering? <laughs> the first part, yeah. <laughs> we'll record the guests whenever we can, but the first part will be like, is she down? Okay, go ahead. Um, pretty sure we haven't recorded one yet again. <laughs> but we have a Twitter, Sleeping Baby Pod is our Twitter handle, so you can follow us there. And That sounds like a product to, to me more than a podcast. Uh, just, we need a Sleeping, sleeping Baby, baby pod. pod. Sleeping Baby Pod. They make, they make things like that. But yeah, that's our podcast, so. That's awesome. awesome. Eventually we'll have something. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm going to plug for Annie, because Annie, for, for a decade, was part of one of uh, Holly's and my favorite podcasts, and one of the best podcasts you will ever, ever listen to, yeah. called The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah. Um, and um, most, if not all of them, are still up and available. They should all be up and available. Yeah, I, so. I, that last one that they released was like the very last thing that we did so i'm not sure if yeah. there's any more and so so or... um this is this is a particular um this is a plug for holly who is sitting next to me right now holly the moonshine holler um mm-hmm. that is the end of moonshine holler it is okay so i had like a, did he tell you no i no. had like a okay. serious breakdown when like first when of all i tried out... to break up with thrilling adventure hour before it broke up with me because i stopped Aww. listening at, like that episode and then i ruined it because i got us tickets to, to the the third to last and the second to last, which was actually the last-ish of new stuff. Right, right, right. So yeah. I got us tickets to those, so Holly had to start again. But mm-hmm. when I got us the tickets to the third to last, Holly said to me, But but they have to get to Moonshine Holler, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, but but they got it. It's got to. They got they they have the Hobo to. Princess. Yeah. I, I was, like, super invested. So I don't. Especially Holly after ha- the Hamlet episode. You have not listened, okay. right? No, I. I okay. I so nobody nobody tell Holly. Books. Because Holly has to listen. But yeah, Moonshine Holler did have a conclusion. Um, Here's what I'm doing on the ride home. <laughs> I'm not even joking right But now. definitely listen to Thrilling Adventure Hour. Definitely check out Spontanea Nation. Um, and uh, uh, The Baby is Sleeping will be up eventually. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. And we will definitely make sure to shout it out when it does start. Thank you. Um, Holly, would you like to plug? I have a Twitter. Yes, it Holly's is... Twitter is underscore awkward blonde. <laughs> I keep track of it because Holly doesn't. Oh, I have a Twitter too. Oh, oh yeah. A- uh, Annie underscore savage. There you go. <laughs> Yours is so much easier than mine. And... I can't remember. Like, I like that awkward blonde. Yeah. It's cute. Uh, and you it's can accurate. <laughs> you can uh, you can follow our show and and me because I don't really tweet from my own Twitter account anymore. Uh, at Batmania sixty six on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. If you do want to send us any emails, and um, still like to shout out to was it Christopher who sent us that awesome email a little while ago about the uh, the amazing bat junk moment we missed, um, and he sent us an email at uh, batmania sixty six mail at gmail and then you can find us on iTunes. Please, if you enjoy the show, write a review. Um, feel free to just write a review about how awesome Annie Savage is because she is. 
I will accept. (laughs) Also find us on Podomatic.com if you want to find us outside of iTunes. We will see you next time with another super amazing, awesome special guest. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you, everybody.